Hi, it's the HBO Boys. DCEU had a big hit out of 10 with James Gunn's Suicide Squad, and you never let too much of a good thing get away from you. And so we're coming back, we're double dipping with Peacemaker, starring only a, a few cast members from Suicide Squad. It's Peacemaker and a couple of the guys in the chairs. And I'm James, and I'm with me is Ryan and Adam, and we're talking about episodes two through four, which might seem a strange numbering for a podcast, but that's what's out, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're catching up. The only show that I knew that's, that's dropped three episodes at once for opening week. <laughs> why? Why? I mean, it's, it's because... Uh, well, I mean, it's good. But it's it's good. because Raised by Wolves. That's why. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, they looked at their one. schedule and they were like, okay... Um, I don't know, just cram a shit ton of them into one day. Who gives a shit? And, you know, they have to get as much viewership as they can, because didn't that show suck? Yeah, but... I think it had fans, though. It had fans. It has Ridley Scott. We got an angry email, because Ryan and I didn't like Race by Wolves, and somebody was mad about that. Oh, I liked the first episode. I watched it with you, Ryan. It was very captivating, but then then I just heard terrible Pilots are allowed to be good, because... They're basically yeah. mini movies, which Ridley Scott did. And then he fucked right off, yeah. and the rest of the season is just <laughs> god awful. In fact, I look forward to doing that podcast again, not because I am going to be tortured to watch the show, but because doing a podcast about a show you don't like, I would argue, is more interesting than doing one about one you do. Segway. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited Peacemaker. for it. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that you don't like Peacemaker? Uh, hey, should this this should be a movie. Okay. This should be a movie, right? <laughs> it should it should have been a movie. <laughs> James? Uh should it have been a movie? Yeah. N- no, should they probably shouldn't have made it. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's where I assumed you were going with that. It should not only not be a movie or TV uh, show, just it should not exist. So I'm taking it that you don't it's, like it. Do you do fine. truly not it's like fine. it? That's what she said about every other. This Marvel one's not show. Marvel, baby. <laughs> it's fine. I know. It's DCEU. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the comic book shows. Comic. Book yeah, shows. I have a complicated relationship with this show. Where uh, my mm-hmm. eyes are rolling half the time, and the other half of the time I'm yo yeah, I, it's fine. Anyway, let's start with episode two: <laughs> Best Friends for Never. Very catchy title. The first twenty minutes of this Clever. episode is just him exiting a building. Yeah, <laughs> in his uh, underwear. It's just a large waste of time. He steals a ruined thing that seems important, although I, I just watched episode four and it wasn't in there at all. Uh, the cops go to Peacemaker's mm-hmm. dad's house because John changed the registration and fingerprints on the car at this scene to his, which choose any other person, right? So dumb. And although Mern does mm-hmm. call this out, I mean, I, I said out loud, like, choose any other person. And then Mern was like, choose any other person. Mm-hmm. Right. Literally, you could have just registered them to the murder victim and then it would have been a closed loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a way to keep T-1000 in on the show. Well... Apparently, he's going to be around for a while because he's I mean, the... Yeah, he's like a big daddy, the, apparently. Yeah. The rest of the team, yeah. meaning Harcourt and Leota, show up to the scene. They ask themselves, is this Waller? Is this my mom? Peacemaker has left the dossier on Project Butterfly in the ladies' room. So he probably has to go back up there and get that. And Leota gets sent into the building 
to bribe the couple that Peacemaker kidnapped slash was hitting on the wife of. I love that. I love that scene. Um, and then a song, a song starts. I don't remember what song it is. Here's this thing that I never thought I would ever say. I'm getting a little tired of James Gunn shoving his musical taste down my throat as a statement and in everything he ever makes. <laughs> well, I, I think it is. It is. They're kind of doing like a hair metal thing with this show. And I actually kind of appreciate that. That's mm. apparently uh, what the music Peacemaker likes. And so they're playing a lot of it. Uh, as a side note, I was talking about this show with my dad. And then after we hung up, I, I realized that. The entire 15-minute conversation, we were both calling him Peacekeeper. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, a side effect of liking and or not liking a show is not knowing the main character's name. <laughs> yeah. No, it's here's what I like hair metal. Enough. I like mm-hmm. all the music. There hasn't yeah. been a song that's been playing that I didn't enjoy. But for some reason, every time a new one comes on, every two minutes, uh, like... It's kind. Of, it's like James Gunn fatigue. People have Marvel fatigue. People have superhero fatigue. I don't really have any of those. I, what I do sort of have is James Gunn fatigue, and I'm hoping that that does not cross over to Guardians of the Galaxy, a franchise that I love. Oh, I hope. Oh, not well, yeah, they're making that yeah Groot standalone show. That's going to be terrible. Oh, That's going to be dear bad. lord. <laughs> That's what I'm saying with this show and oh, with that no. concept, like. Obviously, Marvel and DC both know that, like, James Gunn is really good with this kind of shit, but then they overplay their hand. They push it too much. Mm-hmm. They have allowed James Gunn, it seems, to do whatever he wants, which gets, up until right now, only positive results in a large amount of cash. And I'll be interested. I haven't really read any reviews about Peacemaker. Well, it's a little complicated, Ryan, because okay. the the DC fanboys, <laughs> they like the original Suicide Squad. And so they're kind of upset about the James Gunn the Suicide Squad. The Will Smith Squad. one? Yes. Who are these people, James? Who are these people? No. Purists. Mm-mm. That's not the word that the I want to The Snyder use. Cut bros. Like, they... In their mind, the original Suicide Squad, the David Ayer Suicide Squad, was good, and making a new one is like a slap in the face. Were they on the submarine with them? Is that what's happening right now? Might have been, yeah. Speaking of that, I uh, saw an article scrolling through social media, and it was, should we get the Ayer cut? And the first thing I thought of was you, James, just pitching it to I us I want every the week. Ayer cut, baby. <laughs> Updates on the Ayer cut. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the whole movie's out there. It's finished. Right? It's sitting probably on I'd David Ayer's laptop. Curious, but, mm, if you guys mm. don't know in the audience what the submarine reference is or what the last minute was about, I apologize. I'm not going to explain it to you. Anyway, Peacemaker gets home <laughs> into his motor home. Vigilante is here all of a sudden. They do spend about two minutes here on a Louis C.K. joke about showing dicks to people. One of many quips that goes much too long and uh, makes me want to stop watching the oh, show. Yeah. Leota bribes the people's inside side so that works out vigilante and peacemaker talk about not being you're not my friend I, I'm, I'm one of your only friends well, my my best friend me personally is my eagle who hey james is that an eagle a cgi or a robot you answer me this question i think it's a puppet oh my god it's awesome i think it's both i think it's a i mean there's some where it it is so realistic. And then there's other shots where it's clearly seen. I like Vigilante, though. I think he's probably, he's stealing the show this time. Funnier, funnier than, than, than oh, yes. 
Peacemaker. He's the best part of the show. It's Absolutely. funny that he's like, we're not it's- friends. We're not friends. I don't like you. And then they have like a devil's three way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, he must be a little bit your friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I can't believe it's called the devil's three-way, but I have heard that term before. That's just terrible and slightly <laughs> sexist. They also do like a vigilante and peacemaker bow montage, like two little shitty Hawkeyes out in the woods throwing dynamite at <laughs> at kitchen appliances, which I was, yeah. I was, I was boring. Uh, <laughs> Tell us how you really I feel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, <laughs> man. Like, Here's the thing. There's there's no, elements okay. of a good show in here. Yeah, some jokes are funny. Some scenes are good. But the problem is, it's forty to fifty minutes long, which is just too long. And if it were just twenty two minutes, yeah. I bet it would be a lot better. Right, half hour, twenty two minutes, cut it. Which, Done. by the way, again, they're doing whatever James Gunn wants. If he wrote a mm. show that was twenty two minutes each, that's what they would have made. Unless I don't know, maybe he brought it to them and was like, "No, it's going to be on HBO Max, and they only do hour long." Game of Thrones ruined this. Netflix and Game of Thrones have fucked us. Everything has to be an hour long, so that you you, you take this Cowboy Bebop show, which isn't even any good, and you stretch a concept out for an hour, and so you need five scenes with the characters just bickering about nothing. Right. The couple go to the cops. And they pick Peacemaker's dad out of the lineup because they've been recently bribed. Leona tries and then succeeds at white-fanging her wife, Kia. Peacemaker bangs the wife of the couple, as you said, with Vigilante. Uh, boobs, no dicks. So, uh, Watch 2022 still out there. And the nudity inequality lives on. Right. Well, yeah, the, uh... The profile of the male uh, lead in this case, John Cena, is too high for him to 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 drop dong. Right? Yeah. They can't afford that. The Rock has a uh, stipulation in his contract that he can never lose a fight, and mm-hmm. also John Cena, I believe, does too. And I think Vin Diesel does too, which makes it very difficult for them all to be in the same movie. But. John Cena, I believe, also has another stipulation in his contract where he can't hang dong even after he talks about it for like 20. Aww. Like, yeah. Yeah. Opportunity. They can do missed. a prosthetic dong. They could. It's not real, though. Steve Zondong. Captain America, Chris Evans, yeah. uh, at a certain point in the MCU, stop, was like, I'm not taking my shirt off anymore. I'm done with that. I took it off too many really? times for you guys. I'm not taking it off anymore. I mean, it's the same thing with Chris Hemsworth, where he's like, I'm really overworking out, and I don't want to do that anymore. So make me fat. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's what it is. It's like you you have to stay 0% body fat if you're going to do, like, the no-shirt Captain America scenes. He's like, no. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the six (laughs) months that Tom Holland wasn't contracted by Disney, he went snowboarding and smashed his face up because he's not allowed to do that when he's under contract. And know, he was crazy. like, I'm just so excited to be able to be outside. <laughs> Potentially getting hurt. Post Devil's Three-Way, this ruined thing glows <laughs> and then turns into a tiny little ship. You're getting some ideas of what's going on here. Yeah, there are tiny ships. So Tiny aliens. Maybe tiny yeah. little aliens. Peacemaker's dad is in the clink. He immediately fucks with the first black guy he sees, which is uh, racist of him, obviously. The guy gets up, and all the people around him gather. Like, they're very angry. And then, oh, nope, they bow. Ha ha ha, he's the white dragon. He is uh, the leader of all white supremacy, perhaps in the world. They bring up, the detectives do, like, why is he here shouldn't he be in arkham or bell reeve mm. and they're like no those are overcrowded but we did bring them up which is good 
And that's the second episode. <laughs> I like the name of the, of the third the episode. Cookie, the cookie crumbles. Better, better, better golf dead. Yeah. I thought it was referring to the Detroit Lions quarterback, Jared Goff. And I was like, that is an odd reference. What, they want to kill Jared Goff? I know. Better Goff dead? (laughs) He is already being tortured enough being on the Detroit Lions. Oh, that team. I don't know what kind of Venn diagram this podcast has with people who watch football, but those four or five people are going to be like, Ryan's not wrong. (laughs) If they played fantasy at all, they would (laughs) have... I forget if it, if it happens like it's like the stinger before the intro in episode three where like they just raise the stakes insanely where like they're just dicking around for the first two episodes. They're like, oh, now we have to assassinate a U.S. senator. Right. Mm. Yes. And perhaps <laughs> his entire family. We're not yeah, sure. All of his kids and his wife. <laughs> they are going to the op. Uh, Leota, while on her iPad accidentally shows her wife's private parts to the entirety <laughs> of the van still no yeah, dong that was, really fu- that was funny yeah yeah dong watch baron for years but uh <laughs> 2022 now right Be- beaver watch beaver watch oh jesus uh, taking like- off Got like, a, like a jet plane i do not like that name <laughs> one bit can beaver you watch. james give the uh audience who perhaps has never listened to us before some context as to as to what we're talking about well ryan and i are really fascinated by the boundary pushing of hbo and how they're really like they are trying to normalize showing male genitalia in movies sure and you know we saw what theon's dong i think in game of thrones a couple of dongs in westworld as well and you know america's not ready right for for too much dong but no hbo max is is they're not well hbo as an institution is you know they're shocking us right <laughs> and and in the year 3000 it will be normal because of the ground they're breaking today right they are erect on the forefront hey of- <laughs> stand, yeah, standing erect on the forefront of full male nudity them and, and netflix and netflix too what was that show that netflix did where it was the shower scene that yes that, that Christian one pause no adam you are yeah i know uh that was one show okay they're not on the forefront they're on the back burner and what we're yeah, looking they're for chasing here, game of thrones coattails. i feel like there's more dong on netflix than you give them credit for then i need you to do a long research i will paper. not be doing research I was, i'd like you to dive <laughs> deep into this but i will say all we're asking for is equality you know right we'll and it. and I I think that you know men will not truly be free until the dog is free. <laughs> Confucius is just not rolling in his grave. He just sat straight up and been like, "Wow, James is the real deal. The art of dog." Uh, by yeah, James. I, 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 it could still happen in in Peacemaker. We'll see. Ah, uh, if only they talk I feel like about it's it. It's going enough. to. I feel like it's going to. Let us cross our fingers. But it won't be John Cena. Mm-mm. If oh, anyone's hanging WWE dong, it'll probably wrestler. be the dye beard guy. Yeah, Johnny Conomos. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Steve IG. So they arrive at the senator's house. Uh, they see the senator has bodyguards, especially and specifically one little tiny little bodyguard in a little green suit. And his name is Judo Master. They have a long conversation, Peacemaker and the crew does, about how the Dove of Peace isn't on his gun, and that's going to be a reason he doesn't want to kill a 
whatever it is, dressed up and or wearing a skin suit like a child. That's his main source of contention there. The the gun is not exactly how he wants it to be. John and Mern discuss why they won't tell Peacemaker what butterflies are. It's because they don't trust him. Don't trust him. And Mern tells John while they're putting up a camera that he's sad about the things he's done. Uh, we've gotten some context in the past where he's killed people on both sides. And this is his first feeling ever. So he's killed people on both sides for who? Like one day he's working for the CIA and then the other day he's working uh, for the KGB? Like... I don't get it. Ooh, hey, uh, we have to go for a moment because there's going to be an advertisement right now. Bye. Wow, what a great ad. I will absolutely uh, purchase or subscribe to that product or service. I love I love that thing that we just heard. It's one of my favorites. I've never heard anything better. Anyway, back to Peacemaker episode four. four. <laughs> three you lose your spot oh so this is kind of str- they change up peacemaker's character a lot here they do like, he's so very they, inconsistent he's like oh i can't fire because he didn't get me a gun with my symbol on it but then actually it's because he doesn't want to hurt innocent people but it's like i thought hurting innocent people was his whole deal so he's yeah. really evolved since the movie so yeah, not consistent, like Adam said. I think I think this show uh, definitely cheapens his character because in the yeah. movie he was very like he was more r- more rough around the edges. He was harder. He was he had no he didn't care what anyone else thought as long as he got his mission done. In Suicide Squad, like he said, was a villain. Just, yeah, he was he was definitely a bad guy. And in this show, James Gunn has betrayed his entire character. For the sake of gaining uh, empathy for the main protagonist slash making him a bit more human uh, for to humanize him specifically because, hey, it's hard to have a TV show with a protagonist that's the villain and Mm -hmm. you kind of want to hate. But there's also reasons why people don't make TV shows about only villains, like not anti-heroes. Not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just like a person who walked into a small out camping in the woods and killed innocent people (laughs) in Suicide Squad because he was part of a weird competition. That guy is also like, I can't shoot kids. They might be they might not have done anything wrong. Like, uh, okay. (laughs) And and also to point out in the movie, all those people were innocent. (laughs) Yes, they sure were. And he showed no remorse after that. No remorse. Exactly right. That's what my point is. Like, he is so, like, Different now? <laughs> yeah, he's very fluff now. But I, I I do like Vigilante here. He's like, it's a cool, I'll take the gun. And then not just, yeah. like, with no emotion, yeah. but, like, happy-go-lucky. yeah. He's, <laughs> like, shooting he's whistling. The, the members of the family. And he doesn't know they're aliens at this point. No. He thinks he's just murdering people. No, it is said multiple times, that guy's a psycho. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Also, he's the best part of the show. Yeah, he gives off some very serial killer vibes with those glasses in episode four. I love it. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Harcourt and Peacemaker get a moment here to discuss their past while they are waiting to shoot a family who might be aliens. <laughs> and there is some empathy, finally, in Peacemaker's direction from Harcourt. Something that I'm sure Peacemaker 
will ruin. Vigilante shows up, making this scene instantly better. And then we look inside to the house and the weird zombie people who have expressionless faces are pouring a honey-colored goo into a bowl. And then Mern says, oh my god, that means they're butterflies. At which point the actual butterflies make actual... Okay, who knows the technical scientific word for a butterfly tongue? Does anybody... Uh, oh, it's like, I think it starts with a P. Pro, I bet it pro... Oh my god, dude. Proboscogus. You got it. Pro- yeah, whoa! Pro- yeah, how did you know that? so close. <laughs> so specific. Uh, it was the word on Wordle yesterday. That's why you know. Proboscis. <laughs> P.S. How are you I'm, Wordle, I'm, anyway? I'm the smart one, guys. I'm the smart one on the show, which means uh, we're in really bad shape. Let's take out about a minute here to discuss Wordle. I'm not good at it, and it pisses me off. And <laughs> I haven't even tried it. I put in notes first every time, acrid second every time. That is straight from Google's because I need all the help I can get and I still fail. Oh, I haven't lost one yet. I'm on a fucking, I'm on a hot streak. I think you're a cheater. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fucking cheater. <laughs> you're all cheaters. I truly did think not deny it. there is no one on earth who is not cheating at Wordle. Che- well, how would you cheat? Well, I guess you could, you could open it in two browsers and then you'd have 10 guesses, right? Oh, you can cheat. Oh, my God. So you know how to do it. Yeah, instantly. Curious. Very curious. Anyway, the butterflies use their probibiscuses, and they they slurp up the honey goo. Peacemaker is then told to shoot them, but hesitates, because they still look like kids. And also, he doesn't know what they've done wrong. Like, sure, Mm. they might be aliens who are tonguing goo out of weird cups and they have no expressions whatsoever but what did they do wrong so he can't shoot them and as you said vigilante then easily murders three of the family minus the dad as he is about to shoot the dad judo attacks judo then kicks their asses easy hardcore gets fucking knocked out hits a rock Mern kind of points a gun at the two people in the van, which was scary for a moment. And then he's like, no, I'm just handing it to you. I'm going out there. And uh, Leota, you're coming with me. And John Economos, hey, don't let anybody leave. And John Economos is like, why or how? And at this point, the butterfly who is alive, who's the senator, and his guards bring the pals inside, minus Harcourt, who gets stopped by a guard and then... When that guard is threatened with a gun that Leota is holding, he begs for his life. At which point, Harcourt and Leota have a conversation back and forth about whether or not they should kill this possible butterfly slash possible regular human being with a family. And Leota's like, I haven't killed anyone before. And killing someone is a, lo- it's a lot. And that's a lot for me. And Harcourt's like, you're a pussy. And then shoots the dude in the face. Yeah, the guy with the family. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out not a butterfly. Real bummer. After they get captured, because they get their asses kicked by Judo Master, and they get captured, and then the bad guy, the evil Senator Butterfly Man, is torturing only Vigilante, and not mm. <laughs> not at all Peacemaker. Which is no, funny. It's, yeah. It's not what would happen, but it's funny. No. Yeah. And he also, he's torturing him in the most bitch-ass way. He's like, I'll start with your pinky toe, the least essential part of the human body. Uh, and let's have that conversation four more times this episode. Yeah. It even bleeds into in the four. next episode. Yeah. 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 No, that's not how they started. Yeah. He started uh, electrocuting Vigilante's balls. Right. 
And then they moved on to the pinky toe, which was not a neat thing, and I didn't like watching it. At oh, yeah, they that's right. They showed oh. it. Yeah, it was gross. At this point, Leota, Harcourt, and Mern are trying to get through a solid green layer of whatever something is behind a trick door to get down to the weird butterfly basement. He has this thing in his wallet that so happens to be like C4 explosives. <laughs> and card C4. at this point, Judo gets on out of there. He runs through a cave in the back to go tell the world what's happened here while the upstairs explodes and allows Harcourt, Leota, and Mern to go downstairs. But also, Mern gets, like, way too close to the explosion and flies backwards unconscious on the ground with his eyes kind of lifeless and blood coming out of his mouth. And then he gets up and he's like, I'm chill. (laughs) Right. So he absolutely was killed there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. But when I was watching it first without knowing the context of it, I was like, oh, he's a strong son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But now because of the thing, the thing that happens yes. later makes more yes. sense. Mm-hmm. Judo is then driving away, but gets T-boned by Johnny Cunimus in a great shot. Judo is then crawling away from the car and John keeps hitting him in the head with a tire iron, but he refuses <laughs> to die. Yeah, it, weird that Johnny Conomos, like, brought him down. <laughs> and is kind of brave, actually. Yeah, he hit him once in the head and then got away real quick, like, uh-huh, and then does it over and over again. It's great stuff. So then, eventually they do kill the senator, and his brains are all splattered open, and uh, a horrible little pixie alien comes out. Mm-hmm. And Peacemaker grabs it. We don't. Does that happen on screen? We find no. out later. He, he lies it. that he yeah. shot it, but what he actually did was put it in a jar and put holes yeah. on the top of the jar so that it didn't die. Right, like a child with an actual butterfly. Correct. <laughs> and Mitch Hedberg with the joke about a frog putting a leaf in a tree to recreate its natural habitat. Oh my god, I love that you referenced that. Yeah. Episode yeah. 3 was really was good, great. and then episode 4 sucked. Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> I was talking to our buddy Elliot about this and I said, I'm just waiting for like some actual action in this show. Like there's a couple of little spurts here and there, but I thought that it was going to be way more violent than it is just based on the Suicide Squad movie. And we're not we're not there yet. Yeah. How are we four episodes in and we don't have like a major set piece fight? Right. Like I said, there's there's a couple little, you know, scuffles, but. Nothing that's like, like that first fight scene with the chick in the room. I was like, okay, that's cool. That's fun. But yeah, it's just, it's very lackluster. Episode four is entitled The Chode Less Traveled, which is a good title. That's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the main beats of this episode are Peacemaker found out his dad went to jail. Uh, Vigilante goes into the jail to try to kill his dad, but can't. Yes, Vigilante getting into jail, the scene where he goes and picks up the garbage can and then slowly in front of all the security guards (laughs) throws it out the window. That was actually solid. In fact, I would argue anytime Vigilante is on screen, it is the only saving grace of especially He's great. He's real funny. Yeah, he is really good. The, The scene where he walks into the jail. Holy shit, yes. Yo. I was, that was the one scene where my eyes were glued onto the screen and I loved it. And it was so quick and witty. He was so good. Yes. He's just actively saying the most 
terrible Offensive things you shit. could say. You guys know who yeah. who this actor is? No, Freddy Stroma. He's 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 Sam's older brother who gets burned uh, by Daenerys. He's oh, like, oh, I went really? I went across the wall and I fought White Walkers. <laughs> There's no such thing. That's this guy. He's also in Harry Potter too. Didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No wait. Sam's oldest brother is uh, the guy from Umbrella Academy. He gets burned oh, alongside his father yeah. when they both won't kneel. Okay. Who's Dickon then? Dickon Tarly is another one of Sam's brothers who's on screen only at that one weird dinner. Okay. So that then, is him. The one who's like, there's no such thing. <laughs> yeah. It's that guy. <laughs> okay. I assumed that it was the same character. Yeah. Right. So anyway, yeah. Vigilante goes into the jail because Leota kind of gaslights him into thinking he definitely wants to go in there and assassinate him. Mern is like, well, that's the st- goddamn stupid idea. We're already kind of losing Peacemaker as we go here. Now we're going to tell him that we accidentally put his father in prison, and then we accidentally sent someone into the prison to murder him, his best friend, quote-unquote. And Johnny Conomos is like, let's be very clear, his best friend is the bird. <laughs> and I like how this conversation is framed around, like, oh, he's going to get tired of us and quit. No, no, the more real threat is he'll kill you all. Right. <laughs> and that's never brought up. Like he's done so many times. In fact, in the first scene, when they're all in the van going away from the scene of the crime, and then Judo Master falls onto the ground, and Vigilante and Peacemaker immediately point their guns at him with their fingers on the triggers. I was like, oh yeah, that's that character. Where has that character been? I said the only other thing that really happens in this episode is Judo Master like kind of escapes. And then Peacemaker fights him and is is definitely going to win the fight. Not only is he about to oh, win yeah. the fight, but Judo Master is about to like drop a big reveal. And then for absolutely no reason, Tasty shoots him in the chest. <laughs> yes, because she had to prove something to herself. She had to prove she that Amanda Waller, who is her mother, uh, was right about putting her on this team and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I, I wish she didn't do that, though, because uh, the Judo Master was about to uh, drop some valuable knowledge. At some point in this episode, the old man who is somehow at all times 24-7, no matter what, clipping his bushes besides uh, Peacemaker's dad's house, (laughs) has a conversation with Peacemaker about how Batman sucks. And I, out of a lot of the conversations like this, where they kind of just take a minute or two and talk about something that has nothing to do with the narrative of the episode, I really don't like except for this one. I liked it very much because I agree with their feelings or James Gunn's feelings on Batman (laughs) about how he sucks and he puts clowns in prison and then they break out and murder more people. And you could say that, like, I don't know how many people have died because the Joker just gets out and he refuses to kill them. Mm -mm. Right. (laughs) And actually, this is funny. James Gunn had an interview with The Hollywood Reporter where DC really was like, can you take out the part where in the script where he calls Batman a pussy. <laughs> and he's no. like, no, that that stays. No, that's in. Yeah, I'm that's, gonna... I'm so happy that stayed. I have a real, like, hard Batman pussy line in the sand that I will not <laughs> step over, so... At some point, Peacemaker goes to the prison to visit his daddy. Uh, this was before and earlier in the episode. Maybe in the third, I can't even remember. His dad's real mean to him, but he also mm. lets slip that all that his father needs to do is tell the detectives that the prints don't match. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. 
I'll tell them that next time I see them. Perfect. This should have been a movie. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the ver- I did like at the very end. We get sort of Peacemaker's backstory where he's, you know, he's basically an abused child. Yeah, it's kind of sad, actually. Yeah. His dad teaching him to murder people, and I think he, he acts... We're shown through clips that he accidentally killed his brother. They had a fight, and his brother hit his head. And then during his, like, dance, he's dancing and listening to music. He, he takes a big bong rip and then blows <laughs> it into the alien's jar. Yeah. <laughs> really like that. That was funny. And by the way, we're saying aliens because of two, well, one context clue plus one line said by perhaps a unreliable narrator. The first context clue is, hey, there's a little alien ship. But, you know, maybe that's some Tony Stark shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's some, uh, true, you know, made by a person. Uh, but we don't know yet. It's and Mern at some point says we're fighting off an alien invasion. Which I was like, oh, okay, there it is. It's aliens. Until at the end, a big reveal occurs, and it turns out that Mern has been a butterfly this entire time. So is Crazy. it an alien invasion, or is he lying? He is fronting right. I, the alien I, invasion. I think probably he died in the explosion, and the butterfly slipped in his ear or some shit. One of the other butterflies from, like, the family, maybe? Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. Ooh, so you think he wasn't a butterfly before that. That's interesting. Yeah, could be. Or a butterfly took him over prior to him dying. Those are the two options. Yeah. Good news, guys. James Gunn has confirmed that uh, Peacemaker is going to be in more DC projects going forward, which, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course he (laughs) is. I'm torn. I I like the character. I just don't like this like show yeah i i don't i don't really like what they're doing with him yeah which you know in in episode four tasty's like oh he's got a big heart it's like does he really (laughs) (laughs) i think he's a murderer yeah (laughs) pretty much a murderer (laughs) and then uh, you keep calling her tasty but at some point she looks at vigilante she's like you're a good guy too i'm like well is he though no he's not (laughs) no he's not murdered kids he He's shot also said children. He, he kills people for smoking weed, or at least used to, before they legalized it. <laughs> I don't Jesus. like when characters are made out to be smart and capable, but constantly say dumb shit that the person who's writing it believes as fact. They're like, yep, no, she says that they're good, and they are on the inside, while the audience stands there in response to be like, not even close, man. <laughs> It's just, like, weird that you don't know your own show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, then again, this show was written in eight weeks. That's true. Like we've said. That seems like not enough time. Quality is lacking in this one. Leota finds out something at the end. She has an aha moment where she finds from the senator's pile of shit the Glantai Bottling Company business card, which matches up to a worker's badge that was in the lady from the first episode's purse. So it's in Washington State. So perhaps that's where they're going next to Mm. fight a factory full of butterflies, which it seems as though it's being set up that I don't know if they're going to be aliens. I I think I'd rather have them be human-made and lost control of, and this is just someone's fault. Yeah. Which would be interesting to see whose fault it was. 
it, uh, Wallers, probably, right? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 that's true. What if, if she, what if she's a butterfly? Right, exactly. I was trying to think, like, why would she put her daughter on this? Like, doesn't she know that there's a good chance that a butterfly will fly into her fucking face? Yeah. <laughs> no regard for her children either. Or, she's yeah. She's just as bad as vigilante. Mm. You're not wrong. <laughs> Okay, so you said that I, I need to look up. I need to look up a review about this show. Right on. Tell I mean, this me, is a review of the show. <laughs> I know you just lived another it. one though with feelings that aren't ours. Oh God, Rotten Tomatoes is so far up its asshole. I hate it now. Yeah, ninety-four percent tomato meter, eighty-five percent audience score. John Cena is still in solid form as Peacemaker, leading a bloody good time that gives writer-director James Gunn mm. full permission to let his freak flag fly. Fuck that. Mm. Fuck that sentence that I just read. I, I'm sad that I heard it. I said it out loud. <laughs> Metacritic's a bit lower. <laughs> Metacritic has the uh, meta score at 69 nice, and then user score at 7.6. <laughs> um, something else I found interesting about this is James Gunn directed the first three, and then it was a new director for this one. But I looked forward to i want to say episode seven or episode eight i think it was episode seven yeah the guy who directs episode seven directed the machinist with christian bale yes i saw that i'm like what that's so off brand wait why didn't james gunn direct them all he didn't direct them all he had guest directors on he directed four of them them. three of them he directed most Uh, of them they had to be double shooting or something and I'm going to watch the rest yeah. of the show. I enjoy it well enough when it's on. But like... Yeah, I mean, it's this, entertaining. This sure. character, Peacemaker, he was much better as like a foil, as like a villain, as like a stupid evil guy up against yep. the other members of the Suicide Squad. Only a couple mm-hmm. of whom had any glint of goodness in them, right? Most of them, including Peacemaker, did not. And I don't know. It's weird that they're now... They're trying to turn his character more sympathetic the way that, like, they're trying to make him into Bloodsport, which is like, oh, I'm a violent guy, but I'm sympathetic. Peacemaker was like, I'm a violent guy, and I'm not sympathetic, and they're just changing that. There was um, an interview that I saw somewhere of James Gunn saying that he tried to write it as the complete opposite of Captain America. That's like fine. You know, like, like, um... How about like this opposite America? <laughs> no, yeah. How about this? Just like the opposite of John Cena's character in the WWE. You could yeah. you could have just said that, <laughs> right? Yeah, that is. It really is. And it it is. my main problem with this show is because it doesn't even feel like a retcon. It feels like James Gunn forgot. Yeah, he misunderstood who, his own character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he's just like shoving a misunderstood version of the main character down our throats while we stand in the wake of it and say, hey, that's not who that guy was. So which one's right? Is the first one right or is this one right? Because you can't have both ways. I like the other one better. (laughs) Because the other one is better. Yeah. Because movies are what James Gunn seems to do better. Perhaps that's just it. Like, uh, you know, he's a short story guy, not so much a novel. What I'll also say is this show is, and this is not the fault of Peacemaker or the fault of James Gunn, it is just a victim of circumstance. I'm watching Peacemaker at the same time I am binging Succession. And Crazy. Succession is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, I've heard. And so, like, when I go from watching an episode of that to this, it's a lot like caviar and then shit from the front lawn kind of thing going on and i don't even like caviar it's just a metaphor for something that's good oh uh what's a food that you like adam what's a food you like uh baby back baby back baby back ribs yes right on baby back baby back baby back ribs excrement on the ground baby (laughs) back ribs i i i'm really like i'm I'm not i'm enjoying anything i'm watching recently (laughs) i watched this (laughs) and i thought it's fine i watched cowboy bebop and it it just it it does so much psychic damage to me um and i'm i'm excited to get to race by wolf season two i think it'll be a nice return to form for the hbo boys and then also we'll be done with this fucking cape shit streak we've been on this whole year i just i I think raised by wolves will hopefully just be bad enough where it's good bad enough (sighs) where it's funny but I don't really recall it being that way in the first season. I remember it being, like you just said, causing psychic damage while I'm watching it. There has not been a show we've done recently where we just gush the entire time because our expectations are fucked. And, and you know, and it's not even our fault. It's everybody else's fault. People are making oh, bad Oh, by the shows. way, Westworld Season 4 coming out in 2022. Anybody still care? I do. Do you? <laughs> Describe why you care. I, I never do. finished season two. Okay, well you should you should you should watch I it. Finish season two and then stop. Yeah, James, just <laughs> describe so why you I need care. To watch. Uh it's you know, it's our flagship show. Uh oh, we were the HBO boys. We were the, the, the Westworld podcast. And in the middle of that we were the Watchmen podcast. We're gonna we're gonna fucking take this shit to the end, baby. We're gonna suicide pact with Westworld season yeah. four. Right, our blood will fall to the ground in slow motion while I say howdy dream cowboys because that shit's coming back easy, baby. Are they gonna do a season five? Do they have plans? Okay, for don't don't get ahead I, of Jonah I really and Lisa. Doubt it, but, don't but get perhaps. Ahead of them. Interesting. <laughs> they barely made it out of season three. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that gives me hope. And has Evan Rachel Wood been announced? Because as Jonah Nolan says, I fucking hope not. I hope she's still. It's kind of like it's like they were trying to win a few Emmys. Then once they did, they're like, whatever, whatever yeah. happens with the rest of this is fine. Let's just make some uh, pulpy bullshit now. That would be really cool. And let's, let's put Jesse from Breaking Bad in there. Right. And, uh, I've, oh, yeah, I mean, that's right. He's. I in think that. Ryan and I may we need to do like a season three rewatch show before oh. the fourth season. Because it was so bad. <laughs> like, so Sounds the villain like in season three has this like all powerful supercomputer which can use an algorithm to perfectly predict the future, and right, Wonderful. so he can control all yeah. all future events, uh, but only for humans, not for robots. And like he's all powerful, he controls the world, and like with all his his big power, he's like, all right, I, now to kill the good guys, I will use my limitless resources to send like twenty guys with guns. I could send 40. No, I'll send 20. <laughs> what? In the, this show yeah. has gone off the fucking rails. Oh, yeah. Season three was wild. Season one was so good. Well, that's because they were in the park and Anthony Hopkins I was know. there. Oh, so, so good. Right. Yeah. And they had an artistic vision. And now they're yeah, just Yeah, I watched the first episode wheels. of season two and I'm like, eh, nope. 
Yeah, season two, pretty bad. You know how I know we don't like a show? When we spend the last 10 minutes of an episode ah, about a yes. show talking about another show. Thank you to our patrons, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dong, which uh, James will have to get an update as to whether or not you are James watching James Watch My Beaver. Okay. Chris Wood, Brentgen, Craig, John Durs, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. We really do appreciate the uh, money now that you are going to be getting ad-free versions of our Woo! podcasts uh but you know you know maybe just while listen to the ones with the ads just listen so, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> and what's down the pipeline gosh dang we are gonna do an arcane podcast at some point i just don't know as they've been discussing recently adam and james uh through the psychic damage you're gonna do a, a cowboy beep uh retrospective i'm almost there man i've only got Reca- one recap. last episode left where right, it is, catch up it's the you. worst one. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I won't know. You already know the end, don't you? You've ruined it for yourself. I know, yeah, I know how it ends. Yeah, but don't you know the end anyway because you watch the anime? Well, no, because this ends on a cliffhanger, right? It doesn't. Oh. It's, it ends setting up season two, which, uh, alas. It got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> right. At some point, we'll do a retrospective of Yellow Jacket season one as yep. well. Raised by Great Wolves show. is coming down the pipeline. Any soon. interest in a Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts? Uh, I mean, incredibly. We can talk about it. I mean, yes. I watched it. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'm not going to watch it, but I'll listen what? to you guys talk about it. Uh, the tears did flow. Yeah, you're just signing us up for more work. That's bullshit. Chad will probably talk about it. Chad's never here anymore. <laughs> He's got like a family and shit yeah i know yeah not me who needs who needs a family yeah (laughs) just like completely uh stop paying attention to them and watch a weird kind of bad show starring john cena (sighs) as a character that was different before the nevers that's coming hbo max what the fuck is that i don't know oh and the last of us is coming the end of this year house of the dragon looking forward to that yeah last of us would be good I'm God. I hope so. Oh, right. I hope Is, so. How so do bad. we? How do we escape this? Ep- this podcast. <laughs> this one, the uh, Peacemaker one. Yeah. This episode. How do we? Okay. Fucking bye. End this yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, Adam. <laughs>